I went with beep instead of boop that time, and I don't know why. Hmm. Just trying it out? Trying it on? Yeah. Odd that I would just go against type like that. I mean- How did it feel? Not good. No? No. Well, don't not do it again. good. Don't do it again. Yeah, I, I probably won't. This is not the podcast, is it? See how rubbish the actual podcast is this week. Yeah, exactly. Everything after this might be worse, in which case this will be- this will, the podcast will end here. No, no, no. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. So Luke's not with us this week. No, he's, he's really sick, apparently, which is not funny, I guess, but I, I don't know why well, I laughed. Is that what you derived from this text message? I've been throwing up the lady hour. <laughs> yeah, I think he meant the last hour. Mm, that's not what he said, though. I've been throwing up the lady hour. Yeah. So. You have to interpret his messages sometimes. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm house sitting and I, I got up this morning and realized that there's no coffee machine or anything here. There's, there's no coffee in this house. So. Because oh, it's. God. I mean, it's, it's fairly early here. It's not as early as we've had to do things in the past. It's. It's like 8.30 a.m. But I got up at about 6 and I was, to, you know, to get ready and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Got to look your best. <laughs> That's right. For this audio podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, fuck. I got to find coffee. There isn't any. So I had to go for a drive. And uh, the only thing open was a 7-Eleven. So I'm drinking a delicious oh, okay. 7-Eleven coffee. Mm-mm. Now, that didn't happen to cost less than 75 cents, did it? No, it was like a dollar thirty. But I got a large one. It's not. It's not that bad. It's it's coffee. Yeah. They don't do uh, lattes and things here as much. So it's just brewed coffee. It's hard to screw it up. I don't mind that, Matt. To be honest, I am a big fan of good brew. Yeah. It's hard to screw it up, really. Yeah. Yeah. Some are better than others. I I was denied entry to a cinema yesterday because I was holding a soy ice vanilla latte from Starbucks. And they were like, no no wankers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. No metrosexuals. <laughs> What'd you see? I know what the answer is, but uh, yeah. I'm going to ask because the listeners don't know. I saw a little movie called Alien Cove and Ant. Mm. Um, Independent which, film. Uh, was, yeah, yeah. Didn't see the ant, but I guess <laughs> it's because they're quite small. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this at all before you've seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked then. Well, no, I, know. I mean, it's kind Thank of your you. fault. I mean, no, I'd, I appreciate be, I'd be blabbing, but uh, you haven't seen it. <laughs> I actually did go to the movies yesterday, but I didn't see that. What so. did you see? What did you see that you thought was going to be better than Alien Covenant? I saw, again, I saw Guardians 2 again. Okay. Well, I can't really fault you for that. That's also a great movie. Yeah. And because uh, Jenna was working, so I just with a friend to see it again, because I was like, fuck yeah, I'll watch that again. Don't say with a friend like that. And have it, and, and expect it not to sound like dodgy. <laughs> Jenna was uh, away, so I went <laughs> with a friend. Well, I, all right, I went with Gareth. Did I ever tell you uh, when my bank called me after hours one night, and the woman told my ex that uh, she was a friend instead of just fucking saying she worked for the bank? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, so it was about eight o'clock in the evening, <laughs> and uh, the phone rings. She goes to answer it, and I just hear this, no, fucking tell me who you are. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then she comes into me. She's like, uh, there's 
a friend on the phone for you, chucks me the phone and storms out. And I'm like, oh, shit, who is this? <laughs> yeah, hi, this the, is uh, the bank. Whoever the fuck my name is from the bank. What? So I started to call you after hours. We just, you know, finally figured out this blah, 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 blah. Like, when you call my house, can you not say to my fucking girlfriend, oh, it's a uh, uh, friend? Yeah, that's in a weird, creepy way. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Why would you say that? Don't fucking do that. Oh, it's just a friend. Never met or spoke before. Yeah. Future friend. I won't, I won't tell you my name. Friend to be. Yeah, hopefully good friends. It's <laughs> fucking weird. What? Well, so, what did you think of, of Alien Coven Ant? Uh, just generally speaking. I- Okay, so I really, really enjoyed it. Mm. There's some great stuff in there. Tonally, it couldn't be more different to Prometheus. And I don't think I was expecting quite as much a departure. It's as different from Prometheus as Aliens was to Alien. Oh. Like, it's a totally different tone of film. That's interesting. But it does, uh, it answers a lot of questions. It asks a lot of new ones. Right. And anything I could say beyond that would be a spoiler. So um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it at that. I liked it. Okay. I'm going to see it this week. Uh, yeah. Definitely. So, uh, so next week. I'm, <laughs> I'm interested to hear uh, how you feel about it. I, I did really like it. Yeah. But I could also understand if somebody was disappointed by it. Okay. Well, I, I'm one of the people that likes Prometheus, which are apparently more and more people now. It's kind of it actually pissed me off a little bit because all these articles they're starting to like, like it. They're like, oh yeah, actually, in uh, you know, in reviewing it before Alien Covenant, Prometheus wasn't that bad. I'm like, yeah, I know it fucking wasn't. I liked it when it's I saw fucking it. Fucking great. Yes, <laughs> we, we saw it together. Yeah, and I we know. were like, well, that was the best thing ever. And we get on the internet, and it's like, fucking Ridley has ruined the Alien franchise. Yeah. Like, no, it was, what? It was pretty good actually. It was different. It was you know, I already yeah. saw Alien. I didn't need to see it again. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. you'll see it again here. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> well, it's been a little while since I watched Alien yeah. original. So yeah. Actually, no, this is definitely closer to the first Alien in tone. Oh, okay, cool. But ah, anyway, just watch it. Um, I, we said we would wait for Luke to talk about Guardians 2, uh, but he's not here now. And I, I kind of want to talk about it a bit because I actually, mm. uh, I saw it again yesterday. And I also, when I got back last night, I watched the first one again. Oh, okay. Because I, I just fucking love those movies, but also because Guardians 2 is really good. And mm. I was like, you know how we had said, I, th- I thought the first one was maybe better, but I wasn't sure if it was just because it surprised me so much mm-hmm. when yeah. I saw it. Because I, I didn't really know anything about those characters and, and the tone of it was just different to the other Marvel movies. It was just- Very refreshing. Yeah, exactly. And- so I rewatched the first one last night and fuck, it's so good. Yeah. They both are, but I, I think the first one is still my, like still my favorite of them. Like, it's fucking really good. No, I haven't rewatched the first one, but in my head, it's excellent. Yeah. In my head, it's the best still. Like the characters are less kind of defined in a way. I think Rocket has more to do in the first one than he does in the second one. I think, mm-hmm. uh, but- like some of the, the funny moments and like, you know, the introduction of Drax and everything. It's all just so good. Plus has uh, this big spaceship battle at the end. And- yeah, there's a lot going on in that first movie. The yes. second one feels smaller to me. Somehow it feels more contained. Yeah, even though the, the scale of things is a lot. I won't spoil it then. 
even though the scale of things is larger in number two, technically speaking, like like literally, the the stakes are a lot higher. Uh, yeah, it feels more personal. That's what I like about it. I think it because it, it is this big kind of disaster movie in a way. Like it's a, a summer blockbuster, but it's not really. It's it's more about the people. They've all got shit going on. It's yeah, not, I yeah. mean, you know, the the galaxy is going to be destroyed. Right. But it's really about how some guy feels about his dad. Right. And two sisters and their relationship and, and yeah, and, and Rocket and, uh, and Yondu and, you know, like Rocket's, his insecurities. <laughs> but uh, when I, I, I knew that I wanted to watch it, right? And because and I'm here, I've been here since uh, Thursday. And mm. uh, so I didn't, I didn't have it on hand. And I was like, how can I get a copy of it to watch without, ideally mm-hmm. without, without having to pirate it? Because I you sure. know, prefer to support James Gunn. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so I was looking on the various digital stores and I noticed, uh, I don't know what made me think of it, but I thought, you know, I might like to listen to the director's commentary for, for, for this film. Because mm. I actually yep. haven't, haven't done that in so long. I used to love director's yeah, commentary. that's true. Like as a film geek, that was a thing I really used to enjoy was just sitting down with a beer and watching a film, the director's commentary. Absolutely. Uh, but they don't, they don't have them. The digital they don't versions. Do it anymore. Well, yeah, right. No, they do. This, you've got to buy the Blu-ray. Though. Oh, they they still do them on the Blu-ray. Yeah, and then oh, so I okay. so that led me to to kind of Google, and now I'm a bit, I guess, I guess worried. Just like, is that gonna are they going to be like a casualty of the digital digital thing? Because pe- I guess people just aren't as interested in them. Like, like we're interested in them, but did the general yeah. public's probably not going to do that. Well, the thing is, they only put that shit on DVDs to get people to buy a DVD instead of renting a DVD. But then that, that well, that I, I'll buy them now because I was like, you know what? That is that is a, a good reason for me to buy Guardians of the Galaxy on DVD on, on Blu-ray versus yeah some other platform. But that was always the reason. Yeah, it, it's just to, to to increase the value yeah. of that and make it more valuable to you to buy than to rent. Yeah. And I guess you're now faced with that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, because Netflix doesn't have it. And, uh, mm. it, you know, even if I obtain it- I mean, I'm oh, fucked. You can't buy DVDs or Blu-rays here. Right. You just- they Cannot. Don't sell them anyway. They do not. No. No, I was, go- was going to buy Rogue One on Blu-ray just oh, because yeah. I've got all the other Star Wars on Blu-ray. Couldn't. Ended up uh, having to get it from iTunes and thankfully- that did come with special features. But, yeah, they just don't have the commentary track, which is weird, right? Because they could just include it. You can change audio tracks. It could just be another audio track. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. cost them a thing. So, I, yeah, I don't know. But you can buy, uh, and this is the one I'm going to get, is you can get, in the case of Guardians of the Galaxy, it's, it's the 3D Blu-ray, which I don't care about. But it comes with mm-hmm. the 3D Blu-ray, a normal Blu-ray, and then a digital copy, which you can claim on either iTunes or... Uh, several other platforms, your preference. So I, I mm. like that's pretty good. Yeah, it costs a, like uh, I think it's it's twenty five dollars versus instead of you know like if you if you buy just the standard version, I think it's like fifteen. But then that doesn't have the bonus right. stuff too. Sometimes. Well, there you go. When you claim your digital copy, mm. can you only unlock that one time? So once you've made your decision, say you choose iTunes, that's it. You're done. I think so. I'll report back. I'm going to- Or does it give you- Because everything you've bought, you've bought the film. You've bought the rights to watch that film mm. by purchasing the Blu-ray. Yeah. 
maybe it just unlocks everything and now you've just got the rights to watch that everywhere. Yeah, probably not, though. You know what? I'll say this, Matt. I'll say this. Watching Alien Covenant in the theatre yesterday Mm. made me remember, and and I remember this every time, how much I fucking hate cinemas nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Like, the cinema I was in, they didn't even turn all the lights off. There were still some oh, really? pretty bright lights, like on the edge of the chairs and stuff. And, like, when I was, in a, when I was a kid in the cinema, it used to be dark. Yeah, and it was like, like turn your fucking phone dark. off. It was like, yeah. a, like a ritual, almost. And they hadn't decided back then, and somewhere along the line they made the decision... That sub-zero Antarctic temperature was the way <laughs> yeah, to go. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Like, I don't fucking understand. Like, <laughs> I rugged up, and this is not a country where people fucking wear, like, long sleeves. No. But I was rugged up, and I was still too cold to properly enjoy <laughs> the film. Yeah. So, I know for years they've been talking about day and date simultaneous release, and when they eventually do start doing that with new release mm. meal- movies- I'm not going to the cinema anymore. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's why they. That's why they haven't done it. Is because the the theaters are going to lose their shit. Because yeah, well, you know what? Why would you? All go? they have to do is not be so shit. Yeah, I know, but but you can have like a giant screen at home. You can have like surround sound mm-hmm. at home now, and like yeah. And screwed. you know what? I don't even have a giant screen or surround sound. I no. still prefer to watch it at home. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, my screen's fairly large compared to. The t- compared to the fucking oh, TVs right. we had when we were children. You say so yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're also not square and they don't kind of bulge out of the centre. <laughs> yeah, Just right. a little bit. With yeah. rounded corners. Um, speaking of, I have two things that I want to lead into, uh, and I don't know which one to go with first. But while well, we're talking about cinemas, did you see mm. uh, this guy is suing his date? Uh, he took a girl on a date. I, I guess I don't know whether he knew her beforehand or if he met. No, he didn't. Apparently, they met online, and this was their first date. Right, right. It was this thirty-seven-year-old gentleman, Brandon Vesmar, from uh, Austin, mm-hmm. Texas, and I believe they were at the Alamo Draft House, uh, which is a oh, okay, fucking yep. excellent cinema. Uh, don't forget, and uh, the Alamo Draft House. I would never forget it. I saw Arrival no. there. Fucking top movie, top theater. Uh, but he's now suing his date for $17.31, which is the price yep. he paid uh, for the ticket for a 3D showing of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because uh, his date, a 35-year-old woman, was texting the whole time during the film. And uh, <laughs> he eventually had a go at her and said, why don't you go do that in the lobby? And so she was like, fine, I will. And she just left. And never and, came uh, back. No, and stranded him. Yeah. Stranded him. Like, <laughs> but yeah, stranded him at the cinema. And so, uh, so he's now suing it for the price of the ticket, which I think is fucking stupid. Yep. But, uh, well, he's making a point and you know, well, he you, is you yeah, but the guy then, for making a point, but then it got into the newspaper obviously. And, and now, mm. now it's been spread around the internet quite a bit. And, uh, and somebody, one of the, one of the, some journalist, uh, contacted her and said, oh, you know, what's going on with this, about this lawsuit? And she was like, oh, my God, this is fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah, he, which it is. Because he apparently- But, uh, I mean, this- He contacted her, her younger sister trying to get- Trying to extort money for the ticket from her as well. What? Yeah, it seems like- Okay, so this is not just a stunt. No, this guy actually crazy. literally did try to get money back from her. I think maybe he's just crazy. Okay, she- I've suddenly switched teams. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, even James Gunn 
knows about this. And, uh, and he, he said, why stop it suing? She deserves jail time. <laughs> well, you know, even the Alamo Draft House have issued a public statement, right? Did you <laughs> yeah. see this? Tim League, the founder and CEO, has said this, quote, I'm conflicted. On one hand, I'm concerned about our courts being clogged with superfluous lawsuits. But as Vasma states, there is a threat to civilised society. In order to save the time of the courts, the Alamo is willing to help put this to bed and hereby offers Vesma a gift certificate in the amount of 1731 for his next cinema outing. Yeah. So. That's, uh, <laughs> that's good publicity for the Alamo Draft House. Yeah. But yeah, don't text during a movie. Seriously. I told you. I've, said, I've told this story before. When I was there- uh, like it comes up on the screen. It says, do not use your phone. We'll ask you to leave. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, right. When well, they should. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and, uh, cause they bring you food. Like we ordered dinner mm. and they bring it out to you. And, uh, they brought out our food and there was a, a woman next to me uh, and they brought her food and she used, her just, you know, you just hit the button to light up the screen just to look at her meal. I mm-hmm. guess she just wanted yeah. to, to check it. So she just hit the button. Looked like illuminated her meal for a couple of seconds and then turned it off and put the phone away. And a guy, an usher, came running over and was Get like, Get the fuck out. Excuse me, madam. If you do that again, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And I was like, Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fucking he's serious. clanking all these fucking plates and cups as he's <laughs> yes, rushing over. Yeah, that's right. Going, You are causing a nuisance. <laughs> but like, how, how is this woman able to, to text the whole time during the film? If that's, if that's how they handle things. I don't know. Yeah, true. She was covert about it, perhaps. But were you in, like, a special part of the Alamo Draft House? I don't think so. Like, if you can order food, does that mean you were in the uh, the gold class? No, I think you can just do that at the Alamo Draft House. Really? That's that's the impression. So you didn't I pay got. more. You like you didn't pay a twenty five dollar ticket or anything. No, no, no. I mean, I had to pay for the food, but but no. Yeah. No, no. You, uh, okay. As as far as I understand it, you go in there and they you give weren't you, in a you weren't in a you, big armchair. Uh, the seats are pretty comfy. It's a nice mm. theater. There's a reason it's uh it's you know it's Quentin Tarantino's favorite theater. It's like uh, yeah, a lot right. of people because you uh there's a menu there and if you want something like another beer or something because they bring you beer and and drinks and stuff, you just yeah, right. write it on a little ticket and stick it in a there's a little slot like a. You know, the paper sticks up in front of you and then they'll see it, yep. come over, grab it, and then they bring you what you wanted. And then at the end, they wow. bring around a, a check and you pay for it. Well, I must say that's that's pretty cool. Hey, do you remember when we were in San Francisco and we went to the Castro Theatre to see 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, coincidentally, right, uh, someone I work with now, who I hired as my associate producer, mm. her boyfriend is the curator at the Castro and it was him that selected that movie that we watched that night. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Oh, well, good choice. Yeah. Everyone. Good choice of film or good choice of boyfriend? (laughs) Both. Good choice for me hiring (laughs) an associate producer who has a cool boyfriend. Both, I think. All. Yeah. Yeah. All of the above. All of the above. Um, And the other thing I wanted to to branch off from from what we were talking about with the director's commentary is- Mm -hmm. uh, my, my, my Googling online to see, because I was trying to see if, if there were any digital services that include the commentary, which apparently mm-hmm, there are not. Mm-hmm. Really? None? Mm, none. 
but I found wow. an article about, uh, just coincidentally, a, a bunch of funny, you know, uh, director's commentaries that are worth listening to. And I found, I don't know if you have ever heard this, the director's commentary, or it's not even director's commentary, it's Ben Affleck's commentary for Armageddon. Oh, no. And <laughs> the article says, uh, I, I didn't know this, but apparently after he got quite famous, Ben Affleck also had kind of an alcohol problem and he went to rehab. And, but just, oh, okay. bef- just before that, <laughs> he did- the, uh, he did a commentary track for the Armageddon DVD. And I want to play you a clip now. <laughs> from, Please do. Apparently, this is on the DVD. Uh, or it used to be. I don't know if they, <laughs> they changed. I don't know why they would put this on here. But uh, this is Ben Affleck, uh, his commentary for Armageddon. I asked Michael why it was easier to train oil drillers to become astronauts than it was to train astronauts to become oil drillers. And he told me to shut, shut, shut the fuck up. So that, that was the end of that talk. He's like, you know, Ben, just shut up, okay? You know, this is a real plan, all right? I was like, you mean it's a real plan at NASA to train oil drillers? He was like, just shut your mouth. <laughs> See, here's where we demonstrate that, because Bruce is going to tell the guys that they did a bad job of building the drill tank. He did a piss. See, he's a salt-of-the-earth guy. And the NASA nerdonauts... Don't, uh, don't understand, uh, his salt-of-the-earth ways, his rough-and-tumble ways. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's because your cans are all... Like, somehow they can build rocket ships, but they don't understand, like, what makes a good tranny. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, that is great. Uh, there's a certain sarcasm in that that is also present in one of the two commentary tracks on the Evil Dead DVD, if you remember. <laughs> sure. Like, uh, Bruce, because, uh, Bruce yeah, Campbell first or? of all, you, you watch it with Sam Raimi and, um, who's the producer of that movie? Uh, Rob Tappet. Tappet. That's it. You watch theirs and then you watch it again with Bruce Campbell basically just saying, now they'll tell you this, but that is not what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I love they point out all the mistakes on it too. Like, oh, there's, uh, yeah. there's one of the grips in shot. Good work. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, that scene where he's, um, his feet, he's going down to the basement the first time and his feet are coming down the stairs in a close-up and he's like, yep, those moccasins I'm wearing were chosen specifically because Sam Raimi thought these are the one shoe that will never go out of style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, commentaries are great. I know. Mind you, I used to have a lot more time on my hands. Yeah, I, I thought that too, actually. I was like, how the fuck did I watch so many of them? I guess I just didn't, didn't do anything yeah, else. Yeah, we had little else to do. <clears throat> yeah. I was, yeah, little else to do and just dreamed of one day doing our own director's commentary. You're going to do commentary for yeah, the tail job? <laughs> I don't think Moses is the kind of commentary kind of guy, to be honest. You could do it. Hey, what, what day does this episode go to air? Uh, be tomorrow. Oh, Mon- Monday. Tomorrow. Okay. Still a little early, but um, have I mentioned before that we have a launch date for video on demand for the? Ah, uh, people keep asking me about it. So let's. Okay. I mean, if you. Well, if I'm you- gonna I'm gonna announce it publicly soon, but I mean, I guess I'm announcing it publicly right now. <laughs> uh, the tail job will be available on Amazon uh, Instant Video from June first. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. That's soon. Yeah. It is soon. It's in about a week's time. Cool. 
yeah. So all those people that uh, couldn't watch it before, providing they're in America or Germany, can watch it now. That's really cool. So is it global? The rest of the world are still (laughs) catching up. Not everywhere has it. I don't even think Australia has Amazon on demand, do they? Oh, okay. Uh, I wouldn't Mm. know. (laughs) Neither would I. But uh, (laughs) Luke might, but he's not Not everywhere has it, but uh, there's a little thing called a VPN. So (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Well, if you if you if you know the answer to that question, write in podcast at multiplenerdgasm dot com, Facebook dot com slash multiplenerdgasm, uh, Instagram dot com slash multiplenerdgasm, Twitter dot com slash mnerdgasm. I think that's all our social stuff. Uh, or just write into us in general. We love hearing from uh, from listeners. You know, we let do. us know what you think of the show, what you what you like, what you don't like. Uh, mm-hmm. Send us some dick news. Yep, yep. Haven't had any dick news in a while. That's true. Dick pics can be sent via <laughs> Snapchat to Cripple4, which yeah. will go directly to Luke. Exactly. He loves them. Uh, and if you enjoy this show, uh, if you want to support us, you can give us a positive rating on iTunes. That's a super helpful and free thing for you mm. to do. It doesn't cost you anything, yep. but uh, it's incredibly helpful. So head over to iTunes and give us a, give us a little review. Um, and if you want to support us financially, you can head to patreon.com slash multiple nerdgasm and back us for as little as $1 an episode and you get- uh, you know, you get a little thank you on the show if you want one. Mm. We yep. offer the option of not uh, publicly naming you because in the past people have said, <laughs> wish hadn't said yeah, my name. We've, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've gotten into trouble before for <laughs> naming names. Yeah. And uh, I guess most, I mean, yeah, we just assumed people wouldn't care, but some people didn't, didn't like it. So, yeah. <laughs> so we'll always give people the option now just in case. <laughs> And, uh, and then, yeah, it goes up from there. You know, you can get a little message. Uh, we'll read a message from you if you want for, for $2. And then up from there for $5, uh, you'll get an episode of your own, a little private episode. We, we have to do one of those still. <laughs> like, can't do it now again because Luke's sick. <laughs> still <haven't. laughs> but you get it. Uh, we, we've got a bit of time because uh, we ask that you back us for a month before you receive your reward. Just so that, you know, because otherwise you could just pay $1 and, you know. And then cancel it. Yeah. No scammers, please. No, nah, come on. Come it's on, not guys. our first trip to the rodeo. <laughs> no, we've, <laughs> we've tried that for plenty of trying times. To extort content from us. Yeah. Like that time we did a Kickstarter and lost money on it. <laughs> oh, God. We lost so much money. We reached our goal, audience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want that to be perfectly clear. Yeah, we just had no oh, idea what Christ. we were doing. Not only did the money we asked for not cover the costs of the thing we did, <laughs> but the reward tiers were more than we asked for. Yeah, we was so that's, we. I'll cop that. That's that's my fault. Bled us dry. <laughs> did not do my research on how much <laughs> t-shirts would cost to print. <laughs> no, but I hope everyone's enjoying their I summon t-shirt. I know yeah. I am. Yeah, they're great. Good yeah, t-shirts. I still thanks mine again. On occasionally. Thanks again to Simon for doing that uh, that artwork because I love it. Yeah. It's so good. Very nice. Uh, and uh, the other thing you can do is head over to- pay, uh, to oh, Fuck me. The other thing you can do is head over to multiplenerdgasm.com slash merch and check out some mm. of our stuff on there. We've got, uh, we've got stickers now. Uh, they're really cool. Yeah, we do. With our little heads on them and, and also just the logo mm-hmm. on that. We've got t-shirts. You can get a hoodie. You can get, uh, you know, like a laptop sleeve, all sorts of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. And we also mm-hmm. curate a collection of- other t-shirts from independent designers on TeePublic. And anything that you buy through our merch store, uh, e- even if it's not one of our shirts, TeePublic will support the podcast. So 
that's a very helpful thing you can do if you want to buy a cool T-shirt or laptop sleeve or stickers or whatever. Can we talk about this kid with acne? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll point out this is a very old article, but it's- Oh, it's, is it? Yeah, look at it. How old? Oh, fuck, 2009. <laughs> Still, it's funny. Oh, man. Okay, so this guy who's like fucking 20-something years old now. Um, has this expired? Is this too old to talk about? I'm no, disappointed. No, no, no. Whatever, it's funny. See, it's funny because I, I ran this through Snope just to make sure that it wasn't a hoax. Oh, really? This definitely does look like something that could potentially be fake news. <laughs> and I already had to delete something from the spreadsheet this week. Because it was fake news. Uh, <laughs> on the internet? But Come this, on. This is an article about a kid who, by pure chance, <laughs> the acne on his face spells out the word arse. <laughs> A-R-S-E. <laughs> on his forehead. Oh, man. And the look on this kid's face. Because <laughs> I wondered if, uh, I, I mean, I've, it's been a while since I had bad acne, thank, thank goodness. But I wondered mm. if, if if he had like or somebody had drawn something on his head like and like and in in chocolate no yeah or whatever and then it had like his acne had formed oh you know where yes, the irri- it where doesn't the, say that but yeah where the it irritant could be. was I don't know yeah, why because honestly this looks like fucking four letters right yeah <laughs> you know yeah, it looks like the word ass it says ass poor guy terrible. I like this comment. 2009, though. He probably had a fringe that covered his forehead. I know I did. Yeah. Well, that's bad for acne, though, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I don't yeah. know. It's been a while since I've had bad skin, too. It's been a while since I've had enough hair at the front to have a fringe. So, Don't be like that. You could go right, right from the back all the way over. <laughs> Eventually, I'm sure I will. Yeah. <laughs> I like this comment. Stay strong, dude. It's easy for people to laugh at stuff like this. It's harder to keep your chin up and stand firm. You'll be strong, the stronger man. Anyone who ribs you for it can rot. Karma will see to them. Jeez, all right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come on. I mean, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, this, this article is just from the other day. Uh, this kid, Davis Kripe, uh, which is an what odd name. name. Davis Allen Harry Kripe. Potter character, surely. Uh, he sadly has passed away. Uh, at 16 years old, mm-hmm. due to caffeine-induced cardiac event causing a prob- probable arrhythmia. And when I saw this, it terrified me because I drink quite a lot of coffee, uh, mm. generally mm-hmm. speaking. I've been trying to cut down, but I uh, haven't been that successful because I just I forget that I'm trying to cut down sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I'm drinking it again. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not a joke. I, I get up I'm like I'm- that with my sex addiction. <laughs> But this, uh, this kid uh, drank a McDonald's latte, a large Mountain Dew, and then an energy drink in just under two hours. And I'm sure I've, I've Fuck also- Fuck me, man. Yeah. That is terrifyingly not much. Because yeah, I- I've done that, for sure. Yeah. I've, 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 uh, I've definitely gone over my daily recommended dose of Red Bull. Yeah. And, and I, I didn't die. I've drunk too much- energy drink like say coffee and uh, i i don't know couldn't can't remember what combo is but it's happened you know a couple of times in my life where i've become concerned by my Mm. jitteriness and i was like you know what i have had too much caffeine because i feel like (laughs) i feel fucking crazy right now yeah yeah 
And as uh-huh. I get older, that number is smaller and smaller. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I've never died, obviously. Uh, so this is terrifying. Yeah. Now, I'll so, point out some doctors have said, ah, oh, you probably had a pre existing heart condition. I don't think yep. you can. Uh, the article says he had no pre existing heart condition, but mm-hmm. some. Well, some- a journalist did know more than a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Some other uh, articles about it, the people were skeptical of that because they're like, well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the medical community have kind of come out in chorus saying, couldn't be that. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> it must have been something else. Because you have to drink- To die, you have to drink mm. a lot of caffeine. Like, you can feel awful mm. mm-hmm. for drinking too much of it, but you, you, unless you've got something wrong with, you know, your heart or whatever, probably not going to die, I don't think. Then again, I'm not a doctor, so- No, that's true, but we are journalists, so we can weigh in on this. I do have a lot of I will also evidence. say this. <laughs> well, that's a kind of evidence. <laughs> yeah. Davis Cripe, are you looking at this picture of him? Here, yeah. just, just look at the picture. Yeah. Does this or does this not look like some dude who would have hung out with our group oh, in yeah. the late 90s? Absolutely. Like, if, if this guy had arrived at one of our parties with Owen, for example. Yeah. And Owen had said, this is my friend Davis Cripe. Like, this guy would have fit right in with us. <laughs> yeah. He's got an esky full of energy drinks and he's going to drink them all. We would have been like, That's fuck right. yeah. What a yeah. badass. He's going he's gonna to come in. He's going to take off his trench coat. And he's going to put his esky of energy drinks yeah. down. Yep. Connect he- up to our LAN. Yep. And then dive a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this terrified me. Well, I mean, it hasn't terrified me enough to, to stop drinking coffee, but, yeah, maybe I should cut down a bit. Well, no. Come on. The coffee here is Look, not as strong, just, though. You just have your one 7-Eleven brand coffee a day. You'll be fine. Yeah, normally I have more than that. Actually, I've been drinking um, Java Monsters, which I know I shouldn't drink. The fuck is a Java Monster? It's a monster energy drink, but it's like a coffee one. It's like a- Like it's actually like, you know, got like milk and coffee in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds terrific. Yeah, they're delicious, but I'm sure they're probably really bad for me. Yeah, but what isn't, Matt? Good point. Do we have any happier, happier news- Happy stories that we got. Happy stories. <laughs> New Girl's been renewed for another season? Well, it sort of has, uh, and it almost wasn't. Because um, I've said before on the show, I'm a, a fan of New Girl, and uh, I convinced you to give it a shot. And yeah. You got into it? Begrudgingly, I gave it a shot and then got into it. Although yeah. I think I am a series or so behind now. Okay. Well, the, the, the season six, I think, just aired- and uh, it was good, and it kind of it ended at a place that apparently Fox thought was probably fine to just end it. And uh, and then okay. everybody involved in the show was like, oh, are you fucking serious? No. And so they apparently went back and forth on it, and it, it basically- Pardon me. It basically was cancelled uh, until eventually they, they pitched and pitched and pitched, and now they've been approved- to do a eight episode final season that's set three years after season six. Cause that's apparently that's the only way they could convince them to let them wrap the story up. And so they had to come up with, you know, cause it, yeah, there's a few, th- a few threads kind of 
not wrap up, but kind of meet at the end of season six. And so, I, yeah, I guess they were like, oh, that'll do. So, because hmm. they cancelled a bunch, a bunch of shit uh, recently. Well, I mean, it's kind Fox. of up to the network and not the actors oh, of when course. shows get started and cancelled. Yeah. So, I think uh, they, they, they convinced them to let them do, do this ending thing. Uh, it's a shame because I think it's a good show. It's funny. I like it. it uh, it's a nice, nice show. But uh, so I'm happy we get an ending of sorts. I've said, have I said, I'm sure I've told you this. I don't know. I've said it on the podcast, though. I think we were talking mm-hmm. about it in New York. Whenever I see, um, what the fuck is his real name? Uh, Jake Johnson. The guy who plays Nick Miller. Nick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time I see Jake Johnson in something, for some reason, my brain thinks that it, he's Nick Miller. And because- <laughs> I don't, don't want to spoil it, but it's, it's not the kind of thing that, that you need to worry about. He writes a book in season six. Like right. he, he kind of becomes an author. And so, you know, because he knew he was in Jurassic World as well as a bit part, but he's mm-hmm. in the new mummy. Uh, yes. And he's in the trailer. And when I first saw that trailer, I was like, oh, he's, he's doing well off the success of his book. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, no, dickhead. He's not his character. But I, I can't separate them for some reason. And even like he did a little independent comedy film, and I was like, oh, I want to see Nick Miller's new film. It's not Nick Miller. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know no. why. Just whenever I see that guy, he just is the That's character. Him. He's too good. He's too good at it. He's too good <laughs> he at is. Nick Miller. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the Mummy because <sighs> I mean it looks awful, mm. right? But Tom Cruise usually makes fairly good decisions when it comes to choosing films. Yeah. Yeah. I, also, I, I found out recently because obviously this is the mummy, uh, as was was a oh, fuck me. Can I just not talk? I've, I've infected you, whatever it is, with whatever. <laughs> yeah, fuck, right. I can't do it now. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Let's go again. This is all staying in the uh, Universal Studios in the 1930s came out with a movie about the mummy. What about yeah. Frankenstein? What about Dracula? What about the Wolfman, right? Yeah. And in this age where it's all about franchise movies mm. and uh, Marvel are doing all of their movies and tying all their universes together and fucking, you know, Warner Brothers is doing all their DC rebooting and tying all of these movies together. Sony are doing the same with all their X-Men yeah. and stuff. Plus they're, they're now rebooting Spider-Man with the Spider-Man you've seen in the fucking other ones. And anyway. <laughs> yeah. The only franchisable property that Universal have are their monsters. Yeah. And so expect to next see either a Frankenstein, a Wolfman, or a Dracula. Yeah, absolutely. But I also, did you know Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is in The Mummy? (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, I I was reading some article the other day. Let me just pull it up. Like as in in this this film, it's in. Yes. Yes. First look at Mr. Hyde in The Mummy. Um, right. So I don't want to spoil everything here, but it's an Australian act by the name of uh, Russell Crowe. So oh, heard of him. I knew he was in it. I didn't know that's who his character yeah. was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays fucking Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Huh. So they're really going for it. Now, I will say this. When I was a kid, fucking loved movie monster crossovers. Oh, yeah. So, we'll you know. See. Yeah, but write then this off too quickly. Remember Van Helsing? Oh, unfortunately, I do. Um, that just reminded me. I, I mentioned uh, Arrival earlier. 
because I saw it at mm. the Alamo Draft House. I also listened to uh, the Q and A with Jeff Goldsmith recently for Arrival. Oh, yep, it's a good podcast, listeners. If you're into film, uh, and he was talking to the screenwriter of Arrival, whose name escapes me, but he told this story of how he uh, wrote. He, he was writing a screenplay, uh, and when he was trying to pitch it to studios, they said, "Oh, okay, so uh, what? Uh, what's it based on? What existing property and or franchise?" Is it part of? And he was like, oh, it's not. And they're like, oh, we're not interested. So he <laughs> went, uh, he, he decided to create his own kind of link to it. He, he made a website uh, that kind of said, it was a horror film. And he, he made a website that was like a, a, a fake uh, true story of the film that he had written. <laughs> and yeah. he updated it all the time. And he, he got kind of, and apparently just blew up on, on the internet at one point, And then that's how he was able to sell that script. So he just in like, they were like, what's it based on? Nothing. So he went away and just invented the thing that it was <laughs> based on. So- yeah. Wait, uh- arrival. No, 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 not arrival. He convinced a studio that fucking arrival was really <laughs> happening. <laughs> no, 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 not arrival. The horror, a horror film that he did before arrival. Arrival is an adaptation oh, of a short right. story. Sure. Which, uh, which apparently also they couldn't uh, sell to anyone. Oh yeah. He told this story. Uh, you've seen arrival. Yeah. I have. Listeners, if you haven't seen it, you won't understand this. But if you have, you you, you will. Apparently, a producer, he, he, mm. he sent the script to them. And one of the notes he got from, from some studio, he didn't say who it was, said, you need to take out the flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, was gotcha. like, he was like, did you, <laughs> did you read the whole thing? Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have- not understood this film at all. <laughs> yeah. I watched a movie recently right, mm. while I was on a plane that was an excellent movie mm. that I had not seen for many, many years and think that in my head remembered it as being not as good as it actually is, right? Okay. Sure. I'm talking about The Bodyguard. <laughs> With Kevin Costner. Mate, this is a great film. For starters, it's written by Lawrence Kasdan, right? Author of The Empire Strikes Back Mm. and many other great films, right? And the man can write a script. Yeah. Like, this is a solid fucking script. And there's levels and levels of shit in this movie that I never picked up on when I was a kid. You know, uh, he, he goes to take it to a samurai movie, Yojimbo, which is- it's Japanese for bodyguard. Like, there's just huh. all this shit in there. You know, and just little things I never realised, like that she's this kind of R&B chick and he's this cowboy and then she hears this song at the cowboy bar and that's the song she sings at the end. Like, it's just, it's such a fucking well-made movie. Huh. But, like, in my head, it's just some shitty fucking romantic. It's not fucking romantic, right? It's right. not romantic at all. They fuck once and then he gets all like, we shouldn't have fucked. And then she gets pissed off at him. <laughs> I don't and it's know. Quite, I don't know that I've it's ever quite even dark seen it. too. Mate, you should watch it. It came it's out. It's perfect was, time for you to watch this now. I know it came out when I was young. Like I was too young to watch it when it came out. I'm sure. Yeah, I think I probably was too. But I really liked Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, yes, from- listeners. There was a point where Kevin Costner was my favorite actor. Yeah, it's because of Robin Hood. Yes, Prince of Yes, Peace. it is. Yeah. Yes, which I'm scared to. Rewatch 
I'll be honest. <laughs> someone at work the got- other day, I don't know how, the, I don't know what they were talking about. I was walking through the lunchroom and someone said, oh, I can't remember the name of bloody um, uh, Christian Slater's character in, in Robin Hood, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. And I was Will, like, Will, Will Scarlet. And he went, yeah, that's it. I, uh, but I also love that there's a guy at your work that just fucking out of the blue starts talking about fucking <laughs> characters he's forgotten about from 90s movies. Well, I, yeah, see, I don't know what the conversation was before that, <laughs> but uh, that, was, that was my contribution. But honest to God, The Bodyguard, fucking watch it. All right, I will. Yeah. It's a good yeah. director's commentary. And I hope so. Who's it directed by? I don't even know. Hmm. Hold on, hold on. When you type in The Bodyguard IMDB mm. into, uh, into Google, The Bodyguard is the third one that comes up. <laughs> What is the, what are the others? Two other foreign language films come up before it does. Interesting. Okay. The Bodyguard is directed by somebody called Mike Jackson, huh. which is, uh, yeah, Michael which is Jackson. concerning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, uh, we posted this on the Facebook earlier in the week, but uh, they're making a Witcher Netflix series. Yeah, I saw that. So I'm going to have to pull my finger out and actually play this goddamn game. Well, it's not, it's not related to the game. It's uh, based on the books. So you don't have to. Wait, The Witcher is based on a book? Yeah, The Witcher is based on a series of books. Oh, didn't know Polish. That. They're Polish books. Uh, hmm. I can't pronounce his name. Un- Andrzej Sapkowski uh, mm-hmm. wrote the books. I'm sure that's it. <laughs> he wrote the books. And when they originally approached him, CD Projekt Red approached him, and they said, we'd like to buy the rights uh, to license it to make a video game. And he was like, fine. And they said, do you want, uh, do you want money up front or do you want royalties? <laughs> and he was like, well, video games are fucking stupid, so I want money now. And they paid him <laughs> a pittance. <laughs> Here's your 200 bucks. And now he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking biggest video game ever. Yeah. But you yeah. know, I think that's, that's probably worked the right way and the wrong way in equal numbers, you know? Yeah. Like, you always hear about, oh, George Lucas was smart enough to, to you know, not get paid up front and to only get, you know, points off the back end of the, of the merchandising rights. Yeah. But yeah. honest to God, the very next guy that tried that ended up bankrupt. I guarantee it. Right, because they pick up on it. They're like, yeah. they, they just, they, they go, oh, okay, that uh, didn't work out well for us, so they'll just change it a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be a Netflix series. Uh, based on the books, I don't know a huge amount about it, but it reminded me that they had announced that there was going to be a Witcher film coming out this year, 2017. Yeah, that's I, right. They did talk about that. Like I a bunch of times. happening now. No, well, when you Google Witcher movie, all the, there are a bunch of articles from like, you know, over the last couple of years saying 2017 Witcher movie and then just nothing. So, hmm. I don't know what's going on there. Like, is this instead of that? I presume it is. Interesting. Because CD Projekt Red wouldn't be able to make a movie, right? Yeah, that's right. They would have they would have the rights to make a video to make video games, and then Sapkowski would retain the rights to everything else. I presume. Yes, unless when they negotiated the rights to the book, they negotiated exclusive rights, and therefore, if somebody wants to make a movie, they have to license the movie rights from them. Right. Well, because they're not involved no in the series way to know that. at all. So. Oh, is that right? Well, there you go. There's your answer. Yeah. So, I guess not. Fuck, I hope mm. they do it properly then. You know? 
Yeah. Because well, I mean, this could go good. Game of Thrones or this could go um, Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Because he's, uh, Sapkowski's involved and he's very, he's very serious. Like the books are very serious. They're good. Mm. They're actually really good. I, re- I recommend them if you are interested. The first one in particular, The Last Wish, it's a collection of short stories about Geralt. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. So they haven't started this yet. They're, they're shooting it now, apparently. They've, yeah, right. Uh, they've begun, uh, begun production. Actually, not shooting, but begun production. That's great. So, hmm, it's happening. Matt, hmm. have you watched Riverdale? No, I've heard of it. Oh, man. Isn't, okay, I, is I it just Luke watching this? The, is he? I fucking yeah. hope he is. I think he mentioned it. Honest point. to God, Matt, I, when I heard they were doing a modern day reboot of the Archie comics, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I couldn't be less interested in this, mm-hmm. right? That's why I haven't watched it. <laughs> and, th- and then when I, when I heard it was like this fucking dark and gritty fucking teenage drama, I was like, oh, <laughs> yawn, yeah. right? But then I saw a promo for it at, that... that compelled me to take a look and yes it's a bit cheesy well no not cheesy <laughs> that's the wrong word it's tongue-in-cheek right? right the only way i can describe this is if twin peaks had the cast of archie <laughs> like it's a murder mystery set in a small town right and like i said it's a bit tongue-in-cheek but also it's it's kind of it's kind of pretty cool. Hmm. Like I really didn't want to like this, Matt. But you were, and it made to. me like it anyway. <laughs> all right. And the funny thing is, because I'm a few episodes in now, I'm about four episodes in. All the adults in this, the actors used to be teen stars back in the nineties. <laughs> really? Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's got. Um, like, it's got Luke Perry's in there, Skeet Ulrich's oh. in there, and it's like, you just sit oh. there watching, oh, that's a guy from this, that's a guy from this, that's a guy from this. All of the adults are, like, past, former teen, teen idols. Interesting. Yeah, it's, look, watch the pilot, have a look, <laughs> see, see, if, right. see if you like it. All right, I will. I'll check it out. Yeah. I mean, in terms of tone, it's probably Vampire Diaries- Tone, do you know what I mean? Like, yep. it's not it's not deeper than that in terms of. What's wrong with the vampire? Like, diaries? you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, well, Just... Vampire Diaries has ended now, so oh, do you need well, something to fill that gap. Move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll check it out. I uh, did you watch? Did you watch this trailer for for the Orville? Mate, I. I... I saw just the, the thumbnail for the trailer mm. and decided I have n- literally no interest in it. Uh, yeah. It, so I didn't, I didn't even click on it. I just, this is not for me, I don't think. Mm. I was like, oh, a Star Trek parody with Seth MacFarlane. And then, yeah, nah, doesn't look no. very good to me. Because here's I'll- the thing. I, I don't like Seth MacFarlane. Now, I, I mm. like Family Guy. I don't want to see this guy's face. I find him very unfunny. Yeah. Right? He's not a very good actor. No. Like, I mean, not- I He's mean, great like, not that I can at do better, making but- 
family guy. Yes. He's a good voice and no actor. no one can ever take that away from him. But he was in, um, I think he was in two episodes of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and, and he was fucking awful in both of them. Yeah, he's terrible. He's just not, I mean, yeah, he's a funny guy. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not, not into it. No. Uh, I didn't watch that Western he made either. No, I did not. Or uh, well, Ted, where he was the bear. Haven't seen oh, those. No, didn't watch that. Did not watch that. I'm actually very unlikely to watch a movie if its only genre is comedy. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'll watch yeah. an action comedy. I'll watch a horror comedy. Yeah. I'll watch a sci-fi comedy. But if something just says comedy, it's probably not for me. Have you mm. seen that there's, they're rebooting Chips? Chimps. Chips. Uh, t- oh, Chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chips. I, yeah. You remember yeah. Chips from when we were kids? Yeah. Yeah. You see that fucking trailer? Uh, it looks like the poster. worst movie ever. <laughs> I saw a poster and I went, oh. Yeah. Yeah. They reboot. They just got to reboot everything now, I guess. You have to. You have to <laughs> You're reboot everything. required to. Yes. Something else I was going to mention, but I've forgotten what it was now. Uh, I've got a random... A random thing to bring up, mm. right? Uh, Matt, who, what is the name of the author? And this, is not a tr- this is not a trick question, right? <laughs> yeah. What is the name of the author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Roald Dahl. And Dull. James and the Giant. Right, yeah. I would have said that too. If you'd asked me, Roald Dahl, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not how you say his name. What? No. You want to know how you pr- pronounce his name? <laughs> sure. Rual. 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 Rual Dahl. Rual Dahl. And I found an interview with him that confirms it. There you go. Yeah. Somebody wrote something about, in some article I was reading, said something about you've been pronouncing it wrong. I'm like, fuck off I have. Maybe you're (laughs) pronouncing it wrong, right? I hate those things. Yeah. And then uh, I chased it up. Sure enough, Rual. There you go. Like Rafe Fines. Rafe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, Mr. Fines It says Ralph Here Yeah, yeah. It's pronounced Rafe Don't care what it says <laughs> That's how I pronounce it Um Uh Oh fuck I'm scatterbrained today What the fuck was I just gonna say Something about Rual It's gone <laughs> Fuck me I wish I could remember what I was going to talk talking about Riverdale, and then did I did I jump in there and totally? No, not at all. I was like, I I wanted to talk about, uh, I wanted to mention the Orville trailer, and then there was something else I was going to mention. I was like, I'll do the Orville trailer first because it's in the spreadsheet, and then I'll jump into this other thing, and I just completely forgot what it was. I was going to mention fucking hell. That's what the spreadsheet's for, man. I know. I'm I'm tired, and I I think I yeah forgot what it was. Oh, that's what it was. Have you played any more of Thimbleweed Park? <laughs> Fuck yes, I have, Matt. Fuck I, yes, I have. I'm, en- I'm enjoying it. I'm quite far in it now. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been playing it over the last couple of days. But have you found the voice acting to be a bit shit? Yeah. And like, no, it, doesn't, it doesn't worry me. But I've just- yeah. There's a couple of times it's where- It's limited, isn't it? And, and not only that, the, the, <laughs> they, they don't even- st- the text is on the screen and they even say the wrong thing or the wrong emphasis sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I I must say I noticed that too. In fact, at one point I started thinking like, were they like really like short of cash when they came to do this? Maybe. Like, is this people around their office? I, I would have volunteered, you know, <laughs> professional podcaster well, here. I know they they did audition people. Uh, it's just that, yeah, some of the lines, they like, um, it's just like, like the line is, the, like on the screen, it's no way I'm touching that. But the performance is no way I'm touching that. <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck? It just, yeah. it, it just confused me. I'm like, but, and cause when you just say, no, no, do it again. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I just confused. You have by paid it. for one take and one take is all <laughs> yeah, you will get. Yeah. I was just confused by it. I, I'm a, I've noticed that I do things from, from doing the podcast. Like, uh, <laughs> like you keep calling out the listeners. <laughs> no, no, no. Just like speech mannerisms. And I think I've, I've stopped myself from doing some, but the, there've mm-hmm. been things that, that I do. Uh, and then some that I wasn't aware of until Jenna was like, yeah, I edit out every time you go, um, uh, before every fucking sentence I go, um, <laughs> she edits that out. Cause she's, <laughs> cause she's nice. She doesn't want to punish the listeners, but yeah. So I try not to do those things and uh and just oh when i used to say, what did i used to say all the time interesting interesting hmm. like fuck stop saying interesting after everything someone you if someone says something mm, interesting interesting well some things are interesting matt that's true I and I'm, i back. apparently i felt compelled to point that out often now i've noticed that i say tops or uh not tops uh <laughs> something else i've been saying too anyway yeah, podcast's good for that. <laughs> Listen back to myself. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Venom's going to start Tom Hardy. No, no, no. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.